0: On Local Now, Channel 525.
1: Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live.
0: And welcome to the four o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. Uh, It seems like every election cycle, there's a scandal here, there's a scandal here. We had all kinds of controversy uh, this past election in Arizona and Georgia and Minnesota. Isn't it fascinating that I don't remember the last election scandal here in the state of Ohio? And I think the major reason for that is we have had a series of fine, fine secretaries of states including our 51st Secretary of State, Frank LaRose. He uh, has been serving since January 14th of 2019, served in the U.S. Army and uh, a Green Beret Eagle Scout, and uh, today a guest on Bob Bernie Live. Secretary of State Frank LaRose, thank you for taking time out of your schedule for us today.
1: Well, Bob, thank you so much. And thanks for the opportunity to serve Ohio. Uh, You're right. We have a simple motto at the secretary of state's office. I've been telling our team for a while that we need to do our work so well, run our elections so smoothly, so transparently. We need to run elections so well that even the loser knows they lost. Of course, the winner (laughs) knows they won. They're going to go out and give a victory speech. We need to do it so well that even the candidate that comes up short doesn't have cause to question that outcome. And that's that's our goal, and that's what we've accomplished in Ohio. That's really what Ohioans expect.
0: Indeed you have. And may I say just, just very, very quickly, uh, my usual response in trying to get a politician on my program is, uh, we'll try to work you in uh, you know, sometime, maybe the second Tuesday of next week, uh, and then every once in a while... We have a public servant that actually approaches me and says, Hey, uh, I want to communicate with your listeners. And that's the case with Frank LaRose. And Frank, I appreciate so much your availability and your desire to communicate with your constituents. It's refreshing.
1: I will walk past my uh, press secretary's office and say, We haven't talked to Bob Bernie in a while. Let's get that done. <laughs> uh, because listen, you're, you're, uh, your audience, the people that, that that listen to your show, are people who share our values, people of faith, people who care about the future of, of Ohio, and uh, you remember what I asked them to do last year. I asked them to pray for our election. Absolutely. Nearly 40,000 hardworking men and women who run Election Day, I believe they did so, and we know that prayer works, because we had smooth elections in Ohio, and so Thanks to your audience and many other Ohioans that made that possible. All
0: right, now right off the bat, you just finished cleaning the rolls here in Ohio. Uh, Why is it? Do you want to confess right now why you took off only Democrats from the rolls so that they couldn't win in the next election? You want to just clean your conscience right now,
1: Bob? It's it's ridiculous the hypocrisy. I know. I know. Even the language is wrong. Uh, The Democrats talk about, uh, they say, Secretary LaRose just purged the voter rolls. Well, even that word purge, that's a focus group tested word that has a very ominous and You know, dangerous sounding. I'm a, I'm a bit of a history buff. I was reading a thing about the Russian Revolution from over, but 120 years ago. Mm -hmm. And it it talked about when non compliant peasants were taken out into the countryside and executed, they referred to that as a purge. It's it's an ominous sounding word. So we don't use the word purge. We call it list maintenance. And the other thing is, we're in many cases, most cases, we're not actually removing voters from the rules. We're removing bad data from the rolls. What happens? Like any database, the database of 8 million registered voters in Ohio is a product of human data entry. People put the data in at the boards of elections. And so sometimes um, there are duplicates or mistakes or somebody that gets moved out of state, somebody that moves out of state and doesn't withdraw their old voter registration. We've got a great system for removing deceased voters. I put that in place as a state senator. Uh, it requires us to get a list every month from the health department of who has passed and then remove them from the voter rolls. But there are instances where maybe somebody dies out of state uh, if they if they pass away outside of Ohio. We may not have they're on a vacation or they're at their winter home or whatever else. We may not have a death record for them. So in some cases, there could be a very small number of deceased voters that remain on the voter rolls. That's what this every six year process is about. And so, again, we're not really removing voters in many cases. It's what I call the three B's, deceased, self-evident, departed, meaning moved out of state and then duplicate, which is just bad, bad data that ends up in the voter rolls.
0: Well, isn't this common practice for secretaries of state around the country? Why is it? That when Republican secretaries of state do this, they're accused of purging this. And, you know, I I read somewhere California just removed hundreds of thousands of people off of their voter rolls. They were cleaning the rolls. (laughs) Why is it? And the
1: sad part is California probably needs to remove many more than that. Uh, California was forced to by a lawsuit from a right-leaning group uh, that went after them because they hadn't. They had stopped removing voters from the rolls, and so there were actually counties in the state of California where there were more registered voters than citizens, according to the census, and that's obviously problematic. So, yeah, California had to be forced to do it. Ohio's done it going back many, generation, many uh, generations of secretaries, including, by the way, when Sherry Brown was Secretary of State. He mm-hmm. carried out the same process, and they didn't have much to say about it back then. The difference is we've actually made it better, Bob, because we don't want to. One of the other things that they turn to is they say, well, there were these errors found. Well, that's an example of no good deed goes unpunished. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they said that, that we found errors, that's because we were looking for them. In the battle days, Secretaries of State would gather that list, send it to the county boards of elections, and they would say on this date – Hit delete. Get rid of all of these uh, records from the from the voter rolls. I decided. Well, let's be more thoughtful about that. Let's crowdsource it. That idea that we're going to just put it out there and sort of find. And so we put the list out a few months in advance. We we called it registration readiness. We put the list out. We said these hundred and fifty thousand or so are set for removal. Look through it. We asked some of these voting rights advocacy groups and some of these community groups. We said, look through the list. If you find errors that we should know about, then let us know. And thankfully, Mm -hmm. they were able to find some so we could fix them. Previous secretaries just just did it. We actually found the errors. And of course, they tried to turn it into a political liability. But to me, it's just the right way to do our jobs.
0: Uh, You have continually assured Ohioans that Ohio's elections are secure and fair. Your opponents. Take your own words and say, well, if they're secure and fair, why is he pushing further reforms? How do you respond to that?
1: I think what we expect from our leaders is continuous improvement. I think what we expect is to take something good and make it even better. Now, Ohio has... A very good system for running elections. Not perfect. No human endeavor is perfect, right? Only the Almighty is perfect. But we have a really good way of running elections in Ohio, but there are ways to make it even better. And we don't become and stay the best in the nation by just simply sitting on our hands. And so, for example, the new bill that was passed in December with my full support that creates mandatory photo ID in Ohio. That's an idea which the time has long since passed come for that to get done. So we got it done in Ohio. And, uh, you know, they're trying to complain about it. But um, we can take the best and we can make it better. Also, Bernie, uh, Bob, they they say that we have, um, they say voter fraud is non-existent. Well, words matter. Non-existent means does not exist. Of course, voter fraud exists. It is not common or systematic or widespread. But we have voter fraud. We catch it and we refer it for prosecution. I've referred 630 individuals to law enforcement for what we believe is, is committing uh, suspected of committing uh, voter fraud. 630 is a small number out of 8 million registered voters, but it's not nothing. And even one fraudulent vote is one too many, so we're not going to turn our backs on that. We're going to fight it. We're going to make sure that when people try to commit election fraud that we catch them and that they pay the price for it. By the way, that includes multi-state voters. We We have a system where we can check with other states, and if somebody tries to vote in Ohio, and in another state, we can catch you, and we will refer you to law enforcement for doing so.
0: Frank LaRose, Ohio's 51st Secretary of State. Frank, it is always a delight to have you on the program. And again, I thank you for your accessibility. It is rare and refreshing among elected folks. Uh, Very, very quickly, my listeners love to pray how can we pray for you, Frank LaRose, personally or in your duties as Secretary of State?
1: I would start with personally, um, and, and I, I, I'm not shy about saying this, but being a public servant is a uh, demanding calling. Um, mm-hmm. It asks a lot of my family. I've got three young daughters: a seven, a nine, and an eleven-year-old. They, they. I'm in Washington, D.C., for example, for an election integrity caucus meeting that I had to do here. Uh, And so, you know, when my girls say their prayers and go to bed tonight, it'll be without dad. So Mm -hmm. that's a a demand. So pray pray for the families of our elected officials and also pray for courage. We live in perilous times. Uh, We live in times where uh, our nation in some cases and in some cases our communities are heading in a fundamentally dangerous direction. Um, And so pray for courage to stand up and do what's right. Um, That's that's what I would ask for.
0: All right. I know my listeners, they'll be praying for you. Thank you for your time today. I appreciate it. We need to do this again sometime soon. I love for our listeners to get updated at what's going on down at our state house and particularly as it pertains to elections. Again, thank you. Thanks, Bob. All right, Bobberty Live will continue. Stay tuned.
1: Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie
0: Live, and welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. I really do appreciate um, Frank LaRose and his um, availability and approachability. I I, uh, I have seen this so many times during elections. Politicians want to be on the radio all the time. Can uh, can my candidate be on your program? I hear that all the time. Uh, and then after the election, you can't beg them to take time out of their schedule to be on my program or other programs for that matter. Uh, that's not been the case with Frank LaRose. He has been very, very approachable. And uh, the interview today was at his motivation. Um, he told his press secretary to contact me and said, hey, can uh, can we be on your program? I appreciate that from an elected official who wants to communicate with their constituents. Our, uh, I really believe our Secretary of State's office is in good hands. I really do. Uh, just a, a real quick note, uh, during that commercial break, I heard a uh, a spot, an advertisement for Bible League. Uh, this is Bible League month on Bob Bernie Live. No, I'm not doing the campaign today. It's much later in the month. But the banner is up on our website at thewordcolumbus.com. And, um, uh, if you're a regular listener, you know, a few times out of the year, I come to you on behalf of a ministry that I personally am passionate about, and I hope you will be passionate about as well. Well, the end of this month, um, I'm going to be coming to you on behalf of Bible League. Bible League by far, by far, is the biggest goal of the year. By far. And I just want you to be praying about giving to Bible League, and I just want you to know that you can give beginning now. The banner is up at thewordcolumbus.com. Just click on it, and uh, you can give quickly, securely online. Uh, Or you can call 800-YES-WORD. You can do that right now. Just make sure you tell them That is WRFD or Bob Bernie Live, Uh, but you can call now at 800-YES-WORD. Many, 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 many of you have contributed to Bible League to get Bibles around the world, particularly to the persecuted church, and I just want you to be praying about this. And that's all I'm going to say today. I just want you to know that we're going to do the actual campaign towards the end of the month but I'd love to get a running head start on this. I would love to see many of you now and go to the wordcolumbus.com, click on the Bible League banner and give. Or again, you can call 800-YES-WORD. If you do call, make sure that you tell them that you heard about it on WRFD or Bob Bernie Live. Pray not only that we reach the goal, but that we exceed it and it's a big goal it's the biggest of the year so anyway uh with the liberal left money is always the answer no matter what the problem is what's the answer more money more money uh we're having problems in schools what's the answer more money uh, not better teachers, not better curriculum, not uh, more parent involvement. No, 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 no. More money, more money. That's always the answer of the left. Raise taxes, another tax levy. Um, the city of Columbus. We have a horrible problem with teen crime in the city of Columbus. So, what is the major initiative from the administration? More money. We're going to throw money at the problem. What is the answer from city council? More money. Well, what a graphic illustration of that out in Oregon. A piece of legislation winding its way through the Oregon legislature, and it looks like it will probably pass. It is called the People's Housing Assistant Fund Demonstration Program. Yeah, that's that's the name of it. The People's Housing Assistance Fund Demonstration Program. In other words, it's an experiment. A demonstration program. If it passes, and it probably will, the homeless people in the state of Oregon will be given $1,000 a month. Well, how do they spend that? However, they want to. You 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 mean it's just handed to them? Uh huh. Yeah. A thousand bucks a month. No restrictions. No requirements. No reporting. Uh, Anybody want to predict how that's going to turn out?